Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Oh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Bunker. Yup, we're underground for another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. Still on quarantine, but feeling good. And here he is, the host, Duddy B. What's happening, people? That's right, we are back. In the bunker for another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. I have driven from my house through the wasteland once again. All I saw was tumbleweeds the entire way. I made it to the bunker. I climbed down the 100-foot ladder. I uh, gave myself a cavity check. Then I jumped into the pool of Purell, swam through it, got out, walked through the total recall x-ray machine, Took my thermometer, put it in my mouth, 98.7, passed that, held my breath for this time, 30 seconds. Wow. Just to make sure. Because. Just because I want to be safe. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, now I'm here. Yeah, Six then, feet away from everyone. But then tell them what happened. What happened? You sneezed, and then we made you do everything again. Oh, that is true. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. But he did it, and, you know, look, he's fine. But he sneezed. And we made him do it again, <laughs> but we're back in the bunker. What's up, Dud? What do you need to tell the people real quick? You know, um, well, first off, I just want to say, if you guys are listening, obviously you have found our new server. Thank you guys so much for listening, and please leave us a review, uh, leave us a comment. It really helps the podcast keep going, and please leave us a, a like a funny review. If you guys leave us some good reviews, we'll read them here on uh, on the show as well. So yeah, um, and also we do have a new merch store up at fgwdpodcast.com if you guys want to go there and check out some new merch gear we got. Other than that, uh, some new dirty designs heads. too. New, oh, we new do. designs. We if got new designs. We got a, a new skate uh, skate gang. Skate gang logo coming soon. Coming soon. But we've got uh, you know a whole new design. We've got coffee cups, fucking all sorts of shit. If you're watching this episode, we have a coffee cup sitting on the table. But there's a bunch this. of I'll stuff. Hit the, there. I'll hit the cup. Oh, hit that Look zoom that. in, Duddy. You're getting way better on the cameras, dude. Running the camera and the show. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, though. You're going into a DH update. Yeah, well, as far as DH, uh, Dirty Heads, that is, um, we do have a live stream, another live stream coming up this Friday. We're very excited about it. We're going to be playing a bunch of the songs off any port in a storm acoustically. And uh, yeah, we've been working some things out the last few days, and it, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that. And also, uh, we did, we just finished a new album. And what? We, don't have, we don't have a set date yet. For the release, but it is it is pretty much done. It's it's getting mixed and mastered right, right as we speak, and uh, I'm very excited. It's uh, 
I don't know if I'm able to say the, the name of it yet. Dude, you guys put out an album last summer. Yeah. And you banged out another one. We that, did. Do we did. Potential release date of any kind? Within the next few months, for sure. Holy shit. Yeah. So we're excited about that. I actually I really, no really love it. I love this new album. It's freaking awesome. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Wow. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be pumped on that. I didn't know that you were dropping another album. It just seems like I'm still, you know, like the, the new single still feels new from last summer. Totally. And you're already, that's awesome. Well, well we just figured, yeah. you know, we, we all of a sudden had all this time Lots off. Of time so we were off, like, yeah. and we did have a lot of these songs like started and things like that. So we just said, let's bang it out. Give, why give the, the hell people not? some more music you know why not the positive side of quarantine exactly. right there dude. you get to you definitely get to you know finish products or projects that would have taken a lot longer that's for sure and uh yeah all right well, let's that. roll in dude you want to get into some uh listener questions absolutely this is something duddy and i want to do much much more like we want to start having listener questions every single week. So we'll remind you guys through the week on the socials to fire in those questions. But if you're listening now, anything you want to ask Duddy and I, send it on over. And remember, I don't know, you know, be thought like something that we would want to answer. Because there's a lot of questions coming in. So Duddy and I, we got to pick through them. Some of them we might roast you guys. If it's a silly question, I think we're going to come and get up in your guys' guts just for fun because we love you. But the more interesting questions we're going to ponder over and, and really go after. So, Duddy, anything interesting this week? Yeah, I like this one from Austin Wilcox182. Uh, he said, what's been your favorite and least favorite part of lockdown? Oh, great question. Perfect. I thought that was a good question. Um, I think for me, you know, for sure just – being able to spend so much time at home with my family and not really having anything to do. Um, but at the same time, like not having anything to do has been my least favorite part. <laughs> the exact same you thing. You know, it's like, your... God, I love, absolutely love just being home and spending so much time with my family. And it's so fucking relaxing. And every now and then I, I could just enjoy a day where I just don't really think about anything. But like most of the time in my head, I'm still like, OK, I got to be doing something. What are we doing? What's going on? Like mm -hmm. and uh, when there isn't anything going on and there is nothing to do, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, there's weird moments, I'm sure, for everybody in this corner. I'm sure everybody's had like a day or two of like almost weird depression where you're like, what is going on? I yeah, don't understand yeah. life. But, you, you know, come out of it, I hope. But uh, um, I'll answer the same thing. And obviously being with my family, too, I've got a, like a super young son at home, so I get to be with him every day. And it's kind of nice not having a schedule. Wake up, drink some coffee, whatever. I don't have to be anywhere. But the thing that I'm starting to realize I hate the most is the not knowing when it's over. Yeah. It, you know, because I, I remember um, like an old coach of mine he used to make us do push-ups all the time. But every day, uh, every once in a while at one of our practices, this was like for baseball, he would have us drop down and do push-ups, but he wouldn't tell us how many. Most times he'd be like, hey, drop 20 push-ups. Sometimes he'd go drop and, and don't stop until I tell you to stop. And I remember like a weird panic sets in of like, oh man, I got to, like how many push-ups is this dude going to make me do? I remember I, I have that same feeling with how fucking long I don't, if they even said one more month and you're done, I think I'd feel like, okay. Okay, cool. I one more month. None of us know when it's done. And as a barber, I'm not working. As a musician, you're not playing. So 
I'm super stoked for everyone that got to keep their job and is still working because that's awesome, you know. But man, I'm starting to just be like, when can I go back to reality? Just yeah. give me a date. Yeah, no, that for sucks. Sure. It does seem like it's starting to get close. Absolutely, things I, are opening yeah. back up at yeah. least in California. So there's a feeling in the air. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. All right. That was a good that question. That was a nice one. Thank you. So far, so good and so clean. Thank you, uh, Austin Wilcox182, for that. And here is another uh, listener question from Wahoo Washout. Washout. Wahoo Washout. Wahoo Washout. Wahoo Washout. You. Um, how m- oh, many, many years ago, you guys covered Coldplay. Will the Dirty Heads ever release another cover? Yeah, good question. Um, Definitely. It's something we've actually been talking about a lot recently is that we need to start playing some more cover songs. We used to have them in our set. We used to release them every now and then. It was yeah. a lot of fun. And we kind of yeah, just got to away from it. Black, totally. Several covers. I think just, I don't know, the last four or five years or so, we kind of just gotten away from it. But something we definitely have been like, man, we got to get back to playing some cover songs. Yeah. And, and that's a great question, too, because it was so long ago when you did that Coldplay cover. And um, the thing is, after Lay Me Down hit, which was your kind of breakthrough single, 2010, For sure. very shortly after that is when you guys did the Coldplay cover. And that was that video, I remember online, got millions of views. It was a part of your kind of blow up was that song as well. I remember people just loving the Coldplay cover. Totally, man. That And that was just one of those just randomly came about. You know, we were like, oh, let's just make a cool uh, cover of this song. You know, we heard the song and, and I, it was like a late night in the studio. Uh, we were at 17th Street Studio still with Lou, mm-hmm. yep. and I and we just we learned the song, kind of made a, made it our own, you know. And gave what it a song little was twist. It so people can go find it if they uh, haven't heard it. It was the Coldplay. I'm um, like, damn, I can't remember the fucking oh name. Oh my god, now I'm not going to be able to like remember. Literally the name. one of their banger hits. Type yeah. in Dirty Heads Coldplay. Coldplay. I can't it's, think of the name right it, now. Know, that's so funny. It's insane, Anthony. Anthony's working on it, says we'll get Anthony. you that name of that. Dude, that that's so song, sad. But, You're um, in the band, and I was like there with you at that time. I, mean, that <laughs> was like, fucking... I don't even remember. La Vida, yeah. Viva La Vida. That's it. Um, but actually, yeah, and that that ended up just like kind of blown up a little bit, it and did. it and it, we were not expecting that. But yeah, the we 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 had so many people still like, oh my god, I kind of heard I heard you guys from that Coldplay cover. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that you never know. Yeah, man. You there never you know go. what it's going to be. We didn't know Lay Me Down was going to be the number one hit. We didn't even think it was going to be on the album. It was like a song you just did in a backyard yeah. and said, eh, it's interesting, and then bang. And that's then the we, one. for fun, you know, record a cover song, and it helped us quite a bit. Another good question. Thank what? you. These are good questions. This is weird. Oh, Uh-oh. Man. Are we sliding into Is someone going to get roasted? Now, before Sorry. we get into this... We roast each other on a momentary basis here. It's like every one minute we are roasting each other, Duddy, Anthony, and I, the entire Dirty Heads band. So if we make fun of one of your questions, we're not making fun of you. We love you. It's just we're trying to make people laugh. Duddy, what's going on, bud? Oh. Oh, no, we're making fun of him. Okay, good. (laughs) This is one from one of our favorite listeners, Kay. Oh, who is it, dude? Okay. Oh, who is it? Last week, it was uh, on our Patreon. We had one, and it was Michael, Michael Yarno, Yarno, which I legend. think, we, I think we, we, we lost him. I haven't heard from him since. If you're out there and you've heard from Michael Yarno <laughs> or Michael Yarno, if you're listening, let us know you're okay. Let us know you're okay. Yeah, We're last week on you. our Patreon page, uh, we do the questions there, too. And if you're a Patreon member, there's not a lot of them, so we get to pretty much all those questions. We roasted Michael Yarno's question really badly. So, yeah, oh. Duddy. 
It, uh, Michael, dude, if you're all right, dude, send us a heartbeat, dude. We love you. All right, who's who's getting it right now, Dud? All right, so Jesse Z rules. Oh, Jesse! She's probably so Jessie happy Z right now. Jesse Z rules. Oh my God, she says, "Would you rather shave your heads or have to eat twelve hard-boiled eggs every day for a year?" What in the high holy? Fuck, Jesse. How stoned are you? Oh, I would rather forget how to read forever <laughs> than have to read that question. Oh, my Jessie. God. I have a feeling Jesse wrote this question because she <laughs> wanted to get... She's like, I know how to have these guys. Yeah, dude. What was the question again? Would you Holy rather shit. shave your heads shave or have head. to eat 12 hard-boiled eggs every oh day for God. a year? Holy shit. I would I would shave my head if you let me throw 12 hard-boiled eggs at you every day for a year for that question. How about that, Jesse Rollins? Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, son of a real bitch. Would you die? Or is that just like the most protein-packed man ever? You just have yeah, to, you'd have to do you just nothing have to do but push-ups. Lots and lots of working out. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Squats and push-ups and just pumping the eggs in. It seems like something Arnold Schwarzenegger probably would probably. do. He probably does. He probably anyway. does that. Yeah, well, thanks for that, Jesse. Rules. Jesse. Holy shit. Okay. Any other bangers, dude? That was our question of the week. Woo! Uh, no. No, that's it? That's it. All right, dude. Moving on to everybody's absolute favorite segment on this oh, show right this now. Up. Pull okay. it up, Duddy. I'll set it up. You guys know what it is, dude. Conspiracy theories. Everybody likes talking about them. Duddy also loves conspiracy theories, but he says he doesn't believe it. He's asking you if you believe in these conspiracy queries. That's what Duddy likes to do. This is conspiracy query, Duddy. That's right. You heard it. I'm not saying this is true. So you believe it. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is this is something I've heard. You came up with it? I didn't come up with it. Okay. I heard this. This yeah. one has been a tale told through time. Oh, wow. This is a banger today? This, this is, is a, a banger because this isn't exactly a conspiracy query. This isn't a conspiracy theory, I guess. This is a, I, this is more of an urban legend. All right. We're branching out already. So what I'm asking you is, so I guess I can't say, do you believe in conspiracy queries? You can't, do you believe in urban do legends? You believe in urban legends? <laughs> okay. What's this week's urban ledge, dude? So, do you remember the story of supposedly Richard Gere shoving a gerbil up his butt? Every single person I've ever met that's around my age knows about this rumor. Yes. So, and and this we were talking when about we were this. kids. This is long before internet, long before everyone had cell phones or social media. This got spread around. So I think it's I was like, like in fucking fifth grade, how or fourth does, grade. How does something kid. like this get like so? Everybody's heard of this. Everyone, Everybody had heard of this back then. It's not yes. like it was on the news. So this is. I love <laughs> that we're doing this one. This is something that I, I love to talk about because, like Duddy said, we were kids. Everyone I've met, we've toured a lot. We've been everywhere. I've talked about this with multiple people. Yes, everyone on Earth that's about our age heard a rumor when we were kids that Richard. Gear had a gerbil stuck up his ass. So <laughs> what's that? You have a little, are you, you going to read the official? I have it from, this is from uh, liveabout.com. Okay. 
Uh, several years ago, they say Richard Gere was admitted into the emergency room of a Los Angeles hospital with foreign object lodged in his rectum. Some say Gere was alone when he arrived. Others say he was accompanied by a friend slash former love interest, Cindy Crawford. In any case, an, an x-ray was taken and it was determined that the foreign object was a gerbil either alive or dead at that point, depending on who tells the story. Mr. Gear was rushed to surgery, where it literally took a team of doctors to extract the unfortunate animals. Some say that Gabriel was found to have been shaven, or sorry, some say that the gerbil was found to be <laughs> shaven and declawed. They gave him a name. <laughs> Others claim it had been uh, encased in a special plastic pouch. There are even those who have said that the gerbil was Gear's own beloved pet, appropriately named Tibbet. In the variant, uh, in any event, when the gerbilectomy was done, the medical oh. team was sworn to secrecy. Gerbilectomy. Yes. Gerbilectomy, <laughs> there we goes. Uh, was sworn to secrecy. Unsuccessfully, we must conclude, and gear went on his merry way, suffering no permanent harm other than to his reputation. Wow. So that's the full-blown story, and I... I mean, it's such a weird thing because, like Duddy said earlier, this is well before anyone had a cell. There wasn't even pagers back then. I was a kid. Yeah. I remember when I heard this, I was like in, I was in, I was not in sixth grade yet because I remember I was at Village View. You went to Village View too. We both yeah. went there. And that you're, you're out of Village View after sixth grade. So I was like fifth or fourth grade. And I heard this. That's like 30 something years ago. Oh my God. Everyone on earth knew. I don't know how. I've never heard any follow-ups. There's never been any proof, but Richard Gere gerbil butt story. I just—it's funny. It's just—and it even says there that like oh, the the medical team was sworn to secrecy, but you know obviously it got leaked out. But like to who? And then like that spread across the world. Yeah, it's just insane. <laughs> so, dude, it's just insane. And just to think that it's like literally, I don't know, 30 years later now after that rumor and no one said a damn thing. I mean, it couldn't have happened. So someone started, the, I mean, it could have happened. I don't know. It could have happened. That's that's but, why I'm asking, though. Do you oh. believe in education? Oh, no. Do you? Let me ask you, Duddy. Or is it even up to you to, to believe? I don't know. I don't know if I believe it. It's one of those, everyone always says, hey, man, when there's smoke, there's fire. And there's a whole fuckload of smoke. But I don't know if there's a fire on this one. I I'm going to look more into it. If you're out there and you're listening and you have more proof of this, fucking hit us up. Because this is one where I'm like, did he? Help us get to the no pun intended bottom of this one. Is that a, thing? Is that a one. thing like shoving gerbils in your butt? Is that actually a thing? So I... <clears throat> That's not a thing. That's a thing. Anthony's saying that's a thing. Anthony's saying that's a thing, and it looks like Anthony's done it or has one in right now. He looks. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, yeah. he looks extremely confident. Oh wow, dude, that's a fun one, dude. Touching on that one, also, this is a lesser known one, but uh, I'm sure if you look it up, I'm sure it exists there. There was another rumor when I was a kid around that same time with the Richard Gear thing, and it was about Rod Stewart, and people are gonna be grossed <laughs> oh, yeah. out right now. There was a rumor that Rod Stewart went to the emergency room and had to have his stomach pumped because it was filled with jizz because <laughs> it said he blew the entire like band and like stage crew after some show. And that was the same type of thing as Richard Gere, where a million people have told me they've heard that same rumor. And you're like, that one, I just don't believe. That one, I believe. 
<laughs> no, I don't know. The entire band and crew, because yeah, that's that would a mean lot the of The entire band and stage crew would have to be down for a dude to blow him. And they'd all have to finish. That's I don't believe. I that. mean, for God's sake, the man has some pipes. It's but... much easier to believe the Richard Gear, yeah, than if, it is that. If I'm forced to to choose between the two, then old old Richie Gears had a little jerby in yeah. his butt. Ooh, maybe that's a new segment. Maybe I find two crazy things. One of them's real and one of them's not, and you have to guess which one is which, and I get to break the news to you if you're right or wrong. That I is like something that. that we could potentially We're look gonna for. We're going to have to start that. Hell yeah, dude. Another conspiracy query. In this case, urban legend. Just put out there. Just put out there it for discussion. Yep, it yep. was an urban ledge. Um, all right, dude. Creeping off of that, dude. Duddy and I, we want to get back to... You know, look, the show is called Feeling Good with Duddy. But we end up roasting people's comments and talking about Richard Gere's asshole a lot. We're trying to make you laugh, and that always makes you feel good. But we do also want to inject some positivity into each episode. <clears throat> we didn't even mention Duddy. We're flowing, we're, we're, we're flying through guest-free today. We usually have guest a guest. Free. Yeah, we didn't, we, didn't, uh, we didn't have a guest this week, but we wanted to put it out an episode anyway, so me and Jake came down to the bunker. Yeah, we got to do one every Wednesday, guest or not. So usually we'll ask our guests to give us like a tip of the day, something that people can use every day to make them feel good, or we have like some sort of discussion about some, some, something positive. Today, I have a tip of the day for you guys, and um, <clears throat> it's something that I found on YouTube like a few days ago. I was, uh, I was having like one of those days where I was just bored, and I was quarantined, and I was like, when am I going to go back to work? Feeling bad for myself. So I looked online, positive mindset. I just went on YouTube and typed in like positive thinking, positive mindset. I wanted to get someone to give me a tip that I can plug into my brain right away and just kind of shift my thought process. And I found that dude, Tony Robbins, who's got the big ass teeth, you know. And, uh, and it, it said, like, easy way to change your mindset to a positive way, something like that. I hit play. And it, and it struck me. It was very easy, and I've been trying to use it, and it's been helping. So it's a seven-day challenge to help you change yourself from thinking negatively to thinking positively. A lot of times I think negatively. I always look at the negative. So I wanted to switch that up. And what he said was someone had told him one day, you know, when he was thinking negatively, I've got a challenge for you, Tony Robbins. Do this for seven days and you'll change like the way your brain thinks. Do not allow yourself to harbor any type of negative thought for seven days. It doesn't mean you can't have a negative thought. Negative things are always going to creep into your mind. You know, you've stubbed your toe. You, God damn it. You know, anything, anything bad happens. You knock over a glass of water. You're going to, oh, I'm an idiot. That's okay. It's going to jump into your mind. Your goal is for seven days is to just immediately recognize that you're having a negative thought and just stop. Don't allow it to happen. Just go, all right, I knocked over the glass of water. I'm going to get a rag, clean it up, get another glass of water, walk away. And just don't allow yourself to sit inside that negative thought. Try to do that for seven days. If you get three days in and, and you, know, you let loose and you have a negative hour or something, start over. You have to start over. You got to keep yourself in check and then try to go another seven days. I've been doing it. Haven't made it seven straight days because... I'm a fucking human, but it's been helping me so much. I mean, look, even if it, even if it steals three negative thoughts from you and turns them immediately to nothing, that's better than nothing, right? So try that today, everybody. If you're in a negative mind space, if you're feeling claustrophobic and freaked out about the quarantine or whatever, try that, dude. And it's been helping me a lot. And I've had a lot more positive experiences the last few days. I've been a lot nicer to people too, because I'm just not allowing myself to sit in the negative and I loved that. I'm sure you guys can find that video. Again, it was just Tony Robbins, 
it was seven minutes long, I believe, and it was just quick, easy game to change your mindset to positive. And I love it, and I'm using it. No, I love it. That's great, man. Um, I've actually been trying something very similar with like with my kids even lately. Like, you know, right now, especially with with quarantine, you know, one of the big struggles, and I'm sure that a lot of parents are dealing with this, is like trying to figure out ways to keep my kids not on their electronics all day because it's like, fuck, they get bored. They can't go anywhere. They can't, you know, we can only go on so many bike rides or skate around the neighborhood or whatever it is, you know, but I don't like it when they sit on their computers for too long or do whatever. So it's like whenever, and my daughter's fine. If I tell her to get off, she's like, yeah, cool, whatever. But my son, if I'm like, you know, Jack, time to get off, you know, you got to do something else. He's like, oh, why? You know, I'm in the middle of this and blah, blah, blah. And like, instead of me just be going, cause you've, you know, been on forever. Like you got to get off and just, you're on too fucking much or whatever. And like freaking out, I'll just be like, okay, bud, well, what, what you want like more time? Yeah. Like, yeah, but like, cool, man, I'll give you more time as long as you like come and just do this really quick and we do that and then I'll let you have more time, you know? And like, give him that positive like yeah it's all good man i'll give mm -hmm. you more time you know don't instead of just going straight to the negative of like just get off you know yep. and then he's mad and then I, i'm bummed out because i know i was a dick and then it just it feeds out through the rest of the day so yeah just i like that a lot trying to yep. keep positive stay positive yep because you know what i could have you know i could get mad every time my my kids you know disagree with me or whatever or i can just stay positive flip it on them and then next thing you know they're feeling positive and there's just a positive vibe that's spreading throughout the whole house and jake oh, i think i see it oh man that feels good oh i think oh. it does there you go dud that's right, people. You heard it here. And speaking, uh, that one in. speaking of feeling good, uh, we have some sponsors on this show that make us feel really good. And Koi CBD, always such an amazing sponsor. They have been with us since day one. We love this company. We love this product. I take it every day. The droppers. I got this huge bottle. 1500 milligram. On a huge bottle. Yeah, I got them. <laughs> I, got, I got the huge bottle, 1500 milligram, and I don't even have the dropper anymore. I just put a spray bottle top on it, and I just opened up and go, <laughs> like it's freaking orange flavored banaca, because that's the <laughs> flavor I have right now. They're orange, which is delicious. It's one of my favorite. And they also have an amazing new product that is an inhaler, 1000 milligram inhaler, just. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh you can't feel bad after that and then what's also, your favorite dinosaur sound <sniffs> oh okay yeah. just making sure yeah um <laughs> uh but right now guys uh they are doing something really cool they have their own hand sanitizer which smells absolutely delicious by the way but for every ounce of hand sanitizer they sell they are matching it and giving it to first responders and hospitals all across southern california so Go to KoiCBD.com, put in code DuddyB at checkout, and you will get 20% off your order. That's right. Also, another uh, amazing sponsor we have that we love so much, On It. Onit.com. That's with two N's, O-N-N-I-T. We love these guys. They have so many amazing uh, products. Whatever you're looking for, they have. If you're looking for supplements to work out, if you're looking for actually workout gear, mm -hmm. if you're looking for uh, just like your daily fucking dose of ITs that you need, whatever it is, you know, protein shakes, they've got all sorts of rad stuff. So go to Onit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash Duddy, and you will get 10% off your order. Yeah, that's right. Slammed right through that, dude. Slammed right through. You heard it here. <laughs> forgot about your new. I forgot sign about off, it too. Dude. You heard it here. You heard it here, people. 
Holy crime. Oh, dude. man. So uh, we, we skipped right past it in the beginning. So uh, we just, uh, yesterday was Mother's Day. Oh, it was Mommy's Day. How yeah. did we not even talk about and that? And you went up to our parents' house. And I did. And saw them. Dude, so our parents, obviously, everyone's in quarantine. And here's the thing. with Our parents uh, moved out to like the desert area from Huntington Beach. They moved about a little over an hour away from where Duddy and I both live. They used to live right next to us like two weeks before this quarantine thing happened. It's insane. They moved out to the middle of the desert and then bam, quarantine hits. So we have not been able to see our parents for a while. I mean, a lot of people can't. So, you know, we're all in the same boat, but restrictions are loosening up a little bit and it was mother's day and my mom was like dude please somebody come out here and see us you know it's just my mom and my dad and a couple dogs out there in the desert and so i went up there with my wife brought a little rocky boy and we went and hung out with them we went for a walk had some food it was great uh what did you do what the heck you have a you have a wife you have kids what'd you guys do hang out at yeah, the pool we did we just chilled at home it was actually a really nice day uh yeah we um <laughs> we just made like a nice big brunch, like breakfast in the morning and just kind of chilled and, and laid low. And then we went in the pool like for a long time and just hung out and uh, started in another barbecue. And I forgot did. to put me. No, on. no, dude. I was going to say this time. Actually, I think I may have made one of my most successful like barbecue meals ever last night. And I did it all on like because we just are redoing the backyard and I got rid of my old crappy barbecue because I'm going to try and put like in a nice barbecue but I haven't got that yet so I, I broke out like a like, little Weber like circle you know oh, yeah yeah classic yeah and it's not even like the big one it was kind of of a smaller one and uh with some coals and I cooked uh I've shish shish kebobbed up a bunch of veggies and then um I did corn on the cob but I and I did um some ribeye steaks with bone in three Holy of them shit. I'm getting hungry right now dude. yeah and I you cooked all that shit on that little fucking grill like and it was so damn good, and the stakes were. I've I've never been more successful. I just wanted to throw that little. You just want to go ahead there. and just go ahead and just pat yourself. Whew, on the it was back insane. Right there. Yeah. So that, but we just did that. We chilled. We hung low, and then we just, you know, it, it was nice. And and Rachel, my wife, you know, she was just like, that was like the best Mother's Day ever. <laughs> so let me ask you out. this: Did you go to Instagram and make a post about uh, Rachel? I didn't. I didn't do the post thing because it's like I'm sitting next to her. I, I'm hanging out with her all yeah. day, and I've I. Just, I'm telling her that. Now, look, <laughs> let's put it out there. I did a post. Yeah. I didn't say anything sappy. I just said, I actually put Happy Mother's Day biatch. And it was nice. a picture of, of my wife, Lorna, and, and our son, Rocky. But one of my favorite things on earth, because look, humanity, we are at where we're at. Everybody lives online. Everything is on social media. And if it's not on social media, I guess it doesn't count. So my favorite days of the year for social media, just, just people psychology watching is Valentine's Day and something like Mother's Day. Any day where a dude feels like he has to do a post online for his lady or I guess her friends won't like him. I don't know what it is, but my favorite thing is to fly up Instagram and it's just like, happy Mother's Day. You're the greatest mother. I, I see the joy in your eyes. Who? I'm watching grown men that like have nothing but workout photos. And here's me at, you know, driving a doom buggy off a cliff. And then all of a sudden it's Mother's Day and you hold it down for the family. My, you know, the souls of the children are in your arms. The love life. Dude, holy shit. Hold it together, boys. 
is no one embarrassed any longer to write these love letters online? And then, like Duddy said, is she not sitting next to you? Is she not? For the most part, I think so, yes. Did you woke up in bed next to her on Valentine's Day or Mother's Day, and rather than turning over and saying, the souls of the children and the eyes of the beholders are in your heart, <laughs> holding it down for the, fa- you know, just the whatever. Oh. Did you say it to her and then write it online? Or did you not say it? Maybe you hate her in uh, the world, but enjoy her online. So My true. favorite thing is to watch the sappy three paragraph love stories. And who's it for? For she, is she not in the house with you? I don't think it's for her. It can't be for her. She, I don't know. Or is it? Or is it even just that guys see other guys doing it and they're like, "Fuck, I fucking I should probably do that." Here we go. Oh, my life was black and white until I, I met you, and now I finally see color. Oh just, my god! <laughs> until the colors of your heart splashed against the dude. Holy Jesus, it's Lord! It's so true, though, man. Because oh. I, you know what's funny, and you know, not to sound like a or I don't care if, if you want to post that. <laughs> but like I did, I went on in the morning, you know, like just to give it a check. And then I saw that happening and oh, I was like, okay. Fuck. And I remembered, I was like, oh, it's, it's Mother's Day. Okay. And I didn't really look much yeah. the rest of the day. <laughs> dude. And I don't even know. Look, uh, dude, we've all died. Fuck. And I'm not even saying don't say that stuff to her. No, oh, no. say it all day, every day. But the po- like dudes, when I was, we would have never been caught dead sapping out in front of any of our dude friends when we were younger. But now, and it's not just like the youth of today, it's my friends. Yeah. Our age, yeah. grown dudes, online, just love affair posts. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> remember when that used to be in a letter and you sealed it and, and she kept it in a fucking wooden box that she made in Woodshot? I don't know how you keep your letters, but... That used to be secretive. It's just fun to watch it's where so we're true. at. It's all, it's over. It's so, <laughs> so but right. yeah, so I wonder what that is. I think that that, I, I, is it just that pressure of like, fuck, well, she's going to see all these other guys posting it, so I guess I must, I might as well. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Look, women have to do shit they don't want to do because guys <laughs> like it in relationships, and guys got to do shit they don't like to do because it's a relationship. Yeah. Given not every chick wants to sit down and watch UFC with their man, but- but a lot of them do. A lot of chicks do love the UFC, but you but get yeah. it, you know? So we all got to do sacrifices. I think one of the sacrifices for dudes of this day and age is you got to fucking put a love letter online twice yearly. <laughs> thrice yearly, because there's yeah. the birthday post. Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah thrice yeah. yearly, you guys got to just let it oh, all man, out. An anniversary too, Oh, the anniversary. Oh, if you're lucky oh, enough to have an anniversary... God. Twice yearly. Uh, seven years ago, <laughs> you walked into my life. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was a lost soul. Filthy in rags and... Oh, for fuck's Without sake. you, I would be sucking cock for jobs. <laughs> I'd be in an alleyway right now behind a dumpster still sucking cock like the day you found me. <laughs> oh, no. Happy Mother's Day is what Happy we're trying Mother's to say to everybody. Day. Happy Mother's Day out there to everybody. Yeah. Oh, we're rolling... Guest free today, and we're coming to the end of this show. I've I've had fun. I've had fun. It was strange being guest free, but I think we just zapped right through it. We got the segments, and they they, they're working. And then (laughs) we've got one more segment. Is what I'm trying to say, everybody. We're being we're being very transparent here. We've got segments. They're working, and now we're going to go into a segment (laughs) that we've done since day one on this show. Bandcamp. We're going to share some of our own little bandcamp stories. All right. 
The truth is, Duddy's like, dude, I've told every one of my fucking band camp stories on the show. And I'm like, you're right. I have a band camp story. And then when I told Duddy my band camp story, he's like, oh, you just reminded me of a band camp story. So that it, it relates to mine. So several, several years ago, I believe it was like 2006 when I'm, in, I'm with my band HB Surround Sound. And we're, we're a smaller band, but we do little West Coast tours. And for the very first time, we were going to go up past Seattle into Canada. We were so excited. We're going to do three shows in Canada. And we've never played outside of the country in any way. So we're like, oh, this is so cool. Now, uh, one thing, if you haven't toured and driven up through Canada with a band, they're super, super strict. Canada does not let just anybody into their country. You have to have a reason. They got to check you out. If you've got anything in your, if you have a checkered past, they'll just turn you around. They're like, hey, you got a DUI five years ago? Nope. See you later. They'll turn anyone around at the border for anything getting into Canada. If you're a band and you're going into Canada, they charge you a fee, like a big tariff, because they're assuming that you're going to be paid for playing and they're assuming that you're going to sell merch. So I think it was like $1,200 was the fee that you have to pay as a band who's performing in Canada. We didn't have that type of money. So the promoter that was promoting our three shows in Canada, he said, here's the deal. Uh, I'm, you know, just tell the Tell the people at the border that, that you are on tour, you are a band in America, but when you come into Canada, you're coming to my house, you're staying with me, and you're just playing a birthday party at my house for me, and it's not a show, you're not being paid. And he's like, they can call me, I'll vouch for it, you know. I'm like, okay, cool. So we roll up to the Canadian border. And uh, Doug Cooper, I love him. He, he was in my band, and he's the guitar player, and he is the, he is the best. But he was under pressure this day, and, and I think he tipped uh, – he, he wasn't great at communicating with the people at the border. And here's what happened, too. First, you go through the American side, and then you go through the Canadian side. On the American side, we talked to an officer, told him our story, and he's all, all right. He's all, checks out with me. He's all, good luck, boys. And we're like, what? And I think it made us feel a little paranoid. He's all, good luck, dude. He's all, they're tough over there at the border with bands coming through. And we're like, oh, shit. And poor Doug's driving. He's got long, curly hair. We're in a band, obviously. All of us look like surfers. Doug's got a tank top on that's super colorful. We looked like the band you'd want to question. We pull up to the Canadian border. We give him our spiel. The, the first thing the Canadian officer says, though, is he goes, what's up, boys? Uh, you guys a band or something? And Doug does the first thing. is, uh, uh, yeah, um, well, uh, well, yeah. He does one of those. And, and we're all in the back. The rest of the band, we're looking at each other going, oh, and then the Mountie, you can tell he's already like, I got some questions for these guys. And he's all, you guys playing some shows or what's going on? And Doug's like, oh, yeah, no, well, you know, not really shows. Oh, the, the, the promoter. We're and I'm like, oh, he said, oh. you know, he's struggling, but I don't, dude, he was put on the spot yeah. and we were made very paranoid by the American guy. So poor Dougie Pooh is up there struggling and we're in the back looking at each other going, this is not going well. So he's talking to us for three, four, five minutes and just getting this, trying to see how terrible of fucking liars we are. And we are horrible. He starts firing questions at all of us. We're poking our heads out of the back. Yes, sir. No, no shows. Uh, yeah, we've got a trailer. Yeah, there's a shitload of merch. We're not selling any of that. Well, our dumbasses didn't realize we got the name of our band on the side of our van, right? These guys go and Google our band. They instantly have our tour. Some lady comes walking up to the bus, to the van, and she comes, uh, hey, guys, we're going to need you to step out of the van. We're all like, ah, oh, shit, you know? And, and we've cleared the van of all weed. We left it at, hate to say it, Matt's grandmother's house in Seattle. We didn't tell her, <laughs> but we left the weed somewhere hidden outside of her home in Seattle. 
So we're, we're, we're not afraid of being pulled over for that, but we are afraid of being found out that we're trying to lie to get in. So they start questioning us outside, and then they take us one by one into interrogation oh, rooms. Yeah. Now we're in interrogation now rooms in Canada, individually getting oh. ter- interrogated. And they're firing questions at us like there was a murder, so you guys aren't playing any shows, so blah, blah, blah. And then they hit me, at least, this is my experience, with the piece of paper. Slam. Well, right here it says you're playing at this show in Canada. Right here your name's on this. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck. They yeah. Googled us. Why they, would they not? I don't know. We're the dumbest idiots ever, dude. <laughs> so sure enough, wow. we all get... We all get brought into this lobby room together and we're all like, dude, did you get in terror? Dude, did they bust you? And we're all going, yeah, they busted us. Then they make us line up. They take pictures of us, ban us from the country for a year. We're now all banned from Canada. They now walk us out to our tour van and we look and all we see is our trailer door open and every single piece of everything we've ever owned sitting on the side of the road. Our bus is pointed back towards America, and they, we see a lady with a dog. You know, they got done oh, sniffing yeah. out everything, oh, and yeah. we're like, oh, my God. And we're not worried about the weed thing. We're like, dude, we went through. We vacuumed the whole van. We did everything. And they go, all right, guys, well, you're not allowed back in the country for a year. This will be on your record for seven years. And, and you know, like straight up mug shots. And they handed us each a one-sheet piece of paper. It says yeah. our band name, our name, all this other information. Our one shot is on this. It's, it's amazing. So my little band that no one gives a shit about is now banned from the country of fucking Canada for a year. No shows are being played. We pack up all our stuff. And honestly, they were like laughing at us. The oh, mountains sure. were like, why did you lie? Why didn't you just tell us we're you like, were playing the shows? <laughs> they're like, we're like, dude, we were told that it was 1200 bucks and we don't have the money. And they're like, we would have worked with you guys. Come on. And we're like, oh, God dang it. We're idiots. We go back. We put everything in the trailer. We start heading back to Seattle. And we're, we're devastated. We're bummed. And we, 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 at this time, we, we didn't have, we had a map. Pull out a map, dude. Unfold the map. So we reach into the glove box to pull out the map. I'll never forget. I'm sitting in the passenger seat. We're driving back to Seattle. I hit the button on the glove compartment. Boom. It drops open. All the maps, everything is folded perfectly in there. Like the Mounties went through everything and refolded it for us, dude. Put it in there. And I'm not lying. A pristine, untouched, just nugget like a heavy nugget of sticky weed sitting perfectly on top of the fold they, they didn't want to ruin your day they, they were found like it. give them the nug and send them on their way they turned us around sent us home we were devastated and that nug i swear to god immediately turned around i this is sadly what we did i said i said pull off Hit up a 7-Eleven, and we found an apple, fired yeah. a couple holes through that thing, and just roasted our way back to Seattle. We yeah. ended up like setting up a couple impromptu shows, but yeah, yeah. banned from Canada, dude. Dude, you know, Canada could be tough, man. Um, and you were there one time we were going through. I mean, we've definitely had like the times where uh, every, like we were in there for seven hours and every single thing taken out of our trailer and our bus. And once you get finally back on the bus, like all your shit's been ran through in oh, your bunks. They and do not play. They don't, and they don't put it back. Like, you know, mm. so we've definitely had that. And then uh, we did have the one time and you were there where we rolled in and we weren't there for like crazy amount of time. They didn't actually go through all our shit this time or mm-hmm. anything, but we were going through. And as we're sitting in there and this is late too, I think we're crossing at like, three or four in the morning and we had a show the night before yep. and it was one of those things where it's like you don't 
go to bed. By the time we get like on the bus after the show and get going, it's fucking 12.31 in the morning. And we knew we have to get up at like 3 or 3.30 in the morning to go to the border. And we had to do the Canada thing on a tour bus. The tour bus, they'll everyone, your tour everyone managers out. are like, every, everything off the bus, everyone open every drawer, take every piece of weed out. Like your yeah. tour managers will freak you out before you enter yeah. Canada. Because so. you never know. Because I mean, honestly, I, I've also had times where I've just woken up and been in Canada and the tour manager's like, yeah, man, it was super easy. Or I've had what? times, I've had times where the guy just came on the bus and literally had his the stack of uh, passports and just said, "When I call your name, stick your head out of your bunk and wave, you know." And we'll just be like, "Hey, I'm here," and then you just go on through. Or you've had the times where they fucking go through every single fucking thing you own and you're there yeah. for seven hours. You never know, so you have to play it safe. Yep. But uh, this specific time, we went and we went inside, and it was going to be a quick one. Like you know, they weren't going through the shit, and but the, a guy walked past us with a dog, and we're smart. We have gotten rid of every single thing we had of uh, weed. And, uh, um, but we had partied the night before we were smoking and whatnot. So like me and one of the other guys, Dustin Padilla, that was with us. The two Dustins. Yeah. We just like had probably my sweater probably had a little smell of weed on it or whatever. So, uh, the, the dog comes and just sits right next to me. Right. And my dumb ass, (laughs) you know, it's late, it's three 30 in the morning, whatever it is. And we'd been drinking. I'm like, Oh, look at, I told you guys dogs fucking love me. You know? And the, we're all in a lobby. We're in a lobby of, yeah. Just to set up the scene for them. Yeah. You pull up the, the guard or whatever, he hops onto your tour bus and we all have to be sitting on the bench that this is what this tour manager made us do. Well, I was me actually, but cheese told me, this is what you do with these guys. We all were sitting in the front lobby with our, passports in our hand the guy takes your passports and he goes into like the lobby we're still sitting in our bus right they run all your passports to make sure you're not criminals and then they and then they ask you guys all to come sit in the lobby and it kind of looks like an airport waiting room totally. and just like daddy said they put a dog hat comes and sniffs us all we're all just sitting in our pajamas in like an airport waiting room and they and the dog sits right next to dust duddy and dustin padilla who yeah. was the merch guy at that time and they handed all of us our passports and said, you guys hop back on the bus and you and Padilla had to stay there. Yeah. Okay. So now, and, and, it, and honestly, like when we go, when we went back there, you know, he's like, look, we, it's, you know, the dog obviously smelled something on you. What do you, did, are you trying to bring something into the border? Did you guys party last night? What was it? We're like, yeah, we're like, look, dude, we're a band. You know, we, we, cross through this border all the time we know we've gotten rid of everything but we're like where we're from though it's fucking legal and and they they don't care much about it either they just want to know that you're not trying to bring a whole fuckload of stuff into the country you know so they searched us and you know just made us empty our pockets and took off took off our shoes and did that not even a crazy search we were we were only back there for probably 10 minutes we were in separate rooms and they did Mm -hmm. the whole like you know wanted to make sure not one of us was like no we actually have a bunch of shit duddy did a Voluntary cavity search. I always do the it's, voluntary it's, it's cavity search, thing. but no. Um, but so we were uh, we were in and out of the back room pretty pretty quick. Ten minutes, you know. They realized, okay, these guys they just probably smoked last night, and that's why the dog stopped them. Um, but what was really funny about that is once we get in the lobby to walk out, me and Dustin Padilla are still sitting in there, and uh, and one of the guys comes out and, and uh, from the bus, one of the uh, now he's the border guys, and he's like. Uh, I take it those are your, those are your pipes in the back, Duddy B. And I go, what? Like, how do you know Duddy B? I was like, what? Excuse me. He goes, he goes, 
uh, like the six pipes that have your face and your name on them. And I'm like, oh my oh, God. Yeah. They were unused. Yep. They were unused. So and a, cool. a buddy of mine blew me some like bubblers and they had like my, you know, pretty much the logo of the podcast, like the Duddy B face that said Duddy, Duddy on it, whatnot. And the guy was just laughing. He's like, they're, you know, that's fine. He's like, they haven't been used. They're just glass pipes. He's like, I just thought it was funny that I had your name. In. He goes, oh, look at these. And then I looked out the window and I saw you. I goes, oh, those are his. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah those aren't mine. Yeah, Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. It's got it. your face and your name on them and that's the funny thing too here's another like tour bus thing which i never knew till my brother's band is on a tour bus and we're touring and yeah. you you get rid of all your bongs it's like dude when you're about they, to go into canada it's like bye-bye all sad the weed day. i owned and bye-bye every yeah, pipe that it's we a own. sad it's day gone. like i absolutely throw it away. love canada and i absolutely oh, love best. playing in canada i love having days off in canada like it's great i totally look forward to it but the border crossing is a bummer it's scary because it's like you could like and you know what it seems to always happen to to me on the canada border crossing is like the day before we'll have a show and someone will just give me like a whole bunch of shit Here's fucking, you know, a couple ounces and a bunch of these dope bongs. And you're just like, I can't take it. Just None please it. make somebody else happy because. Yeah, that's what we'll end up doing is yeah. someone we like. Or I said, we'll just have to be like, dude, here's a bunch here's of a rad bunch of shit. shit for you. Or sometimes you're playing with a band that might not be going to Canada. Or you're like at a festival or something. And there's and you just hook up some other band. And they're just like, thank you. But what goes around comes around, man. The beauty of Canada is. They don't give a shit about weed in Canada. No. As soon as you're past the border, yeah. people just start throwing joints at you. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget when I, because, I, you know, back then when I was with you guys on tour, you know, I wasn't in the band, but I was on the side stage when you guys would play. And in Canada, people would just throw so many joints on stage. And my, like, part of my job description became, dude, run out there, grab all those joints gather them up because we had to get rid of all our weed. And at the end of the night, it'd be like, well, we've got 15 joints here from the lovely Canadian crowd that just littered them on stage. Dude, totally, Little bags man. of weed would fly on stage too. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. It's crazy. And, and, and vice versa, the same thing happens, you know, like usually on a tour, we'll, we'll be doing the tour and then we'll go into Canada and maybe we spend three days to a week in Canada. And same thing happens when we go back, we got to get rid of everything. everything. And same thing happens there. Someone in fucking Canada, some awesome Canadian just hooks me up with all this great shit. And I'm like, I can't bring it with me. And then you got to start all back over once yep. you cross back. Uh, luckily, luckily, you're a ganja ass band, the yeah. Dirty Heads, and your fans love. The thing totally, about man. weed smokers, they love to give other people weed. 100%. It's like, it's a, 100%. It's a giving. And now, it's, honestly, it just becomes easier and easier and easier to get it obviously with it becoming legal and more places becoming cool with it yeah. and it just it's becoming like very it's harder to not get weed almost sometimes oh, yeah. you're like dude i can't carry this much stop giving us weed <laughs> it's too much fucking weed oh man oh hey daddy we did it we did it we a, did a, a guestless, guestless show show but that was all good that was fun um it was really fun shit thank you guys so much for uh listening once again um if you are listening and you did enjoy the show please give us a review give us a rating it really helps the show get noticed and keep going go on and, apple uh, and give us a wacky review we will read it and we will possibly make fun of you if that's what you're into. If you're one of those people that loves pain, we'll give it. Yeah. Go to uh, cutlessbrand.com as always and you can put in code DuddyB. You will get 15% off your order. Um, we do have a Patreon page. If you guys like this episode and you want to get more bonus episodes every single week, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy. You can sign up there. It really helps the show. And you're going to get a bunch of bonus episodes and bonus content. So that is also awesome. And we mentioned before, but we do now have a merch store up and running at fgwdpodcast.com. Go there. Check it out. 
lots all of cool new designs. All new designs, lots of new designs coming. And uh, other than that, I think we did it. Right on. There it is, Thank dude. You guys. Thank you guys for listening. We love, love you. you. Peace.